A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ugh. I'm a, I'm a little congested and tired from being out late, and, which, yeah. which seems like perfect conditions for recording a podcast. What, what were you up late doing? Uh, date night. Oh. Hashtag date night. Hashtag date night. Yeah. Oh, man. Dinner and a movie. That sounds, that sounds wonderful. We went to the most authentic Japanese restaurant you can go to in, in Hawaii. Benihana. <laughs> Where dinner is the show, <laughs> uh, you know. I I, I got to hand it to those guys. Those guys are are like like the flipping the egg into the hat and stuff like that. Like you know, <laughs> you know. I I think you're getting your tempanyaki tricks mixed up a little bit. But <laughs> I I've tried so hard to to throw a, an egg into my hat, uh, and it just <laughs> spent so much money. There there was like a little kid at our table last night, and he he was like flipping the egg yolk, and he's like, all right. Open your mouth, like close your eyes, kid. And the little kid's like, uh, "Okay." And he just closed, and he's like, "All right, ready? One, two, hold on, one, two. And then he just was like cooking other food and just kept saying one, two, one. <laughs> the kid is just sitting there with his mouth open, just like. Which, if my daughter had like been with us, and the chef was like, uh, "I'm gonna flip this raw egg yolk into your mouth," she'd have been like, "No, that's gross. <laughs> no, Stop. Just do your job. <laughs> cook, cook the rice and get on with it." This man's trying to kill me. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, welcome episode blah, 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 34. Oh, uh, you're keeping track still. Good for you. Yeah, well, I do all the episode titles in, <laughs> in uh, the audio editor, so. Uh, how you doing? You, you good? Uh, yeah, man. Ready to, ready to roll? I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Uh, you know, good things are happening in, in the sports world for my team. We, we, we both slept through <laughs> the Dolphins game because it was in London and it was... Yeah, uh, literally the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I told my brother-in-law that I wanted to go ahead and sleep through what would inevitably be another uh, embarrassment. Yeah, and it, and it was. So you know, I'm I'm so good. Sleep was it. a good choice. I, I <laughs> and I woke up not even angry about it. I'm like, I, I looked at my phone, like all the the updates. I'm like, eh, hmm. I guess I'll go have some coffee. Yeah, I woke up. I was like, how did I get fantasy points? Oh, right. There's a game that happened while I was sleeping. <laughs> um. Yeah, I stayed up. I went, I went to the, the see The Martian last night. Oh, yeah. So uh, along with like everyone else in the place, except for you, obviously. Yeah. But uh, early box office numbers are, <laughs> are, are very promising for The Martian. But it was good. It was a good movie. Yeah, Ridley Scott, right? Yes. Uh, I Walking out of it, I and like even as I was watching it, I was like, this, this movie is really good. Why do I like this movie? Is it, I think it's because it's this combination of like uh, Castaway 
and like Apollo 13, which I, both movies I, I liked. Yeah. Um, both by Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't no, no, no. I don't know that that's accurate. No, one's Ron <laughs> Howard. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just, uh, there was, there was like a sprinkling of gravity in there as well. And, uh, wait, wait, sorry. I, I, I'm, I know, I know I'm derailing this, but was Tom Hanks in it? Because that would have made, <laughs> that would have made, that would have been, no, he was not in it. <laughs> uh, there, there is a, there is a part in the movie. Um, who's the actor that plays, I think it's Boromir in, uh, no, who is it? Sean Bean. Yeah. Um, he was in the he was in the Lord of the Rings movies, right? Yeah, he was Boromir. So, so okay, <laughs> I'm just making sure I'm getting my references right because he plays he's in this movie I think as N- Ned Stark. Is it Ned Stark? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So he plays like the mission control like captain or he's the dude on the ground that's like in charge of the the mission team. Yeah. But there's a there's a point where they're in like a boardroom and they make like this weird Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> And like he's in on it, like he keeps he's like talking about it too. Yeah. And I was just it's just this thing where I was like, whoa, that's crossing the streams a little bit for me. Like, yeah, it's a that's a little meta, guys. <laughs> but no, I mean it was really I saw it in 3D. Yeah. Which my wife was opposed to at first because she kind of doesn't like watching movies in 3D. Sometimes it gives her a headache. Um, I am really glad I saw it in 3D though. Yeah. Like it was one of those. Uh, there were significant portions of the film where I was watching it and I thought, all right, like I forgot I was watching it in 3d almost where it it just, it wasn't over the top to where it was like too gimmicky gimmicky. Exactly. Um, there were some portions where like, especially like the landscape, like of Mars and things like that. It was really cool to kind of see it with additional depth and things like that. So, uh, yeah, highly recommend seeing it in 3d if you get a chance. That was always my argument for people to see, uh, avatar. Right. Yeah. Was was you see see it in three D, right? Like the movie itself the storyline, it's not you know, it's nothing to write home about. Um but uh the three D and the the effects of that like made that movie you know, so much better, I think. Um and, and the the reason is is because they use the three D not in a gimmicky way. And I had an argument with a friend um a couple of years back when Avatar was out and he's like, I'm never gonna see that crap. I'm like, well, you know, it's it's if you watch it at home, it's not gonna be the same as in the theater. Like, sure, yeah. The the 3D makes a difference, and he's like, "Well, 3D is just a gimmick." I'm like, "Well, you have to see it to understand why it's not a gimmick." Like when it becomes like so kind of seamless, yes. And as exactly. you said, you know, like you forget that you're watching it in 3D. Um, that's when you know that it's good 3D. It's not tacked on like like it was in Avatar. Or uh, we watched uh, My Bloody Valentine in 3D. <laughs> and, you know, where they do, like, a guy's standing on his porch, like, with a shotgun, and then he, like, pans it across like the Like, straight frame. at the camera, so and it's, like, like, sticking out. So so Chelsea and I do this thing whenever we're watching, like, a, a movie that's not in 3D that was originally. Yeah. We're like, 3D! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you could you could tell when those those shots are telegraphed. You know? Yeah, and I and I think The Martian itself was shot for 3D. It was shot in 3D. It wasn't like an an after yeah um, like yeah. post production sort of thing, but because it's part of the process the entire time. Yeah, and there are certain shots and and different scenes where the 3D adds like a really cool effect. There's there's a I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a there's a few points out in space where just everything kind of floating out in zero gravity. It, it get which is why I think a lot of people liked the movie Gravity in 3D as well. Gravity, gravity, yeah. but yeah, people like just 
flying through like space station tunnels and things like that just it it's a great effect and it's it's really cool to look yeah. at so um highly recommend it I, I thought it was a great film cool uh but that's not what we're here to talk about that's that's, that's not that's, what we're not here even to talk about. that's just complete that's a one-off that's six six minutes in and that's not what we're here to talk guys, about. guys thanks for listening if you like this episode uh <laughs> no actually uh we d- we did watch uh, a little something different uh we've been going to a lot of conventions lately yeah, that's uh, right a couple of comic cons here in hawaii that's right and uh and this week uh a new web series i guess i mean it it's 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 how, how do you how do you specify like how do you how do you title this because it, it is online only but it's not like it's like a youtube video it's well they, they have it marketed as a web series okay all right because it so, is it is on the web and it is a series so but it, it definitely has some production value because like I net suppose. like netflix shows are, are web series too because they're only yeah okay that's that's a good point and yeah. those definitely aren't your youtube video level of that. And they pour some definite money into <laughs> netflix yeah and uh, this series. is on vimeo so vimeo yeah it's like Which, netflix's younger cousin that you know <laughs> they're like hey guys we have we have content too i, I, I want to play football and on thanksgiving <laughs> they're like listen little vimeo you just you just keep score over there uh, right? go have some pumpkin netflix pie. and hulu we're playing over here right uh <laughs> we, we did watch world of tomorrow on on vimeo no that's true we did so i mean shout that, out shout out to shout out to don hertzfeld yeah exactly uh so so the series that is out that just uh premiered on vimeo is con man alan tudyk yeah tudyk? alan tudyk uh this is his brainchild really he wrote i think directed and stars in it yeah um so you know he's he, but He's all over. You, you shouldn't thing. have asked the question about the stars in it. Like, like you're like written, directed, and starred. Well, in it? I mean, he's in it. He's no, he's the main <laughs> character in this. Um, so, for those of you that don't know, Con Man was a, a crowdfunded endeavor. I uh, didn't know that. This, this, I a, mean, a little bit of the background here. I mean, the credits didn't give it away. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, so this was started as an Indiegogo campaign. Okay, which. It's not Kickstarter, so again, like the weird little cousin of Kickstarter, Indiegogo. <laughs> um, this the series had forty six thousand nine hundred ninety two backers, so people wanted this to happen. Yeah, it, it raised three point one five million dollars. Whoa, hello. hello, and we've talked about this before, um, a long time ago about crowd crowdfunding and. Uh, especially like sort of established people using uh, crowdfunding to uh, get their projects, you know, off the ground. Yeah. I want to know, cause you have mixed feelings about this. Are, I does did that. Does that make you like this less? Does it, does it, does it impact your, your feeling about the show at all? How much money did it make? Uh, 3 million on like 150,000. So, uh, yeah, it, it made some coin. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, uh, it made that made a lot of money. That made a lot of money, and and after watching the show, well, okay, so we're only four episodes in. Each episode's only you know ten, fifteen minutes yeah. long. Uh, if, if if you if you trim off the previously on Con Man, yeah, uh, then it's about ten minutes, about ten eleven minutes. Yeah. So, so we still have like fifth, ten episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. 10 15 episodes um so you know who knows what kind of guest stars they'll get and you know they'll use that that million dollars for. <laughs> uh 
But yeah, that that kind of turns me off. That kind of disappoints me because that's a lot of. And we'll get into this when we get into the review. I don't think it's worth that much money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, part part of me thinks okay, so you get that many backers, right? So that many people. Odds are, if they front any money for this project, they're going to get the episodes for free. So that's $15 back in their pocket. But then they also have, you know, like there's the credit roll where (laughs) hundreds of names (laughs) fly past the screen and it's almost impossible to actually see any of them. It's like like, uh, the SNL sketch where they make fun of Fox News. And they're like, we just have a few corrections. (laughs) Yeah, and (laughs) And it just like does all the corrections really fast. Yeah. That's that's how that's how canines are actually dogs and like all kinds of stuff. It's like (laughs) obvious. Uh, Yeah. But I mean, clearly there there were a lot of people that were interested in the idea behind this and are were excited to see a comedy with these actors in it dealing with that type type of material. Yeah. I'm talking around it a lot. Let's get into sort of the synopsis of what Con Man is about. So Con Man is about uh, Alan Tudyk's character something nearly yes who was a pilot on a uh space uh, sci-fi show where he flew a spaceship and yeah. that was canceled after 14 episodes yes pretty pretty short-lived uh tv series but fans loved it uh the captain on that show was played by nathan fillion yeah <laughs> uh and no this is a fictional show uh this is not firefly <laughs> uh what is it called is a uh, it's like uh, rep- replicant or something like that. No, it starts with an S. It's like uh, anyway, Spectrum. Spectrum. That's right. Spectrum. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. So you have really Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion are playing themselves to an extent in the show because even even so far as Nathan Fillion's character in Con Man becomes a successful actor who continues to have you know more work he he's doing pretty well uh you could say the same for nathan fillion who's starring in castle on abc and yeah. you know kind of still getting he, he does a voice big. for destiny and there you go I and mean, what do you want <laughs> can't get any bigger than destiny <laughs> uh yeah so i mean there's a there's a lot of art imitating life stuff happening here a lot of source material to pull from uh this deals specifically with uh, Alan Tudyk's character having to go to a lot of fan conventions and comic cons and things like this and how he's just kind of run down by it. He's not really, he's just kind of worn out and he's trying to kind of get bigger acting jobs. There's a, there's word of a Clint Eastwood Western that he's trying to get into or something like that. Yeah. And in the whole thing really is like, he didn't like he he doesn't like sci-fi. He's not a big fan of sci-fi and he just kind of resents, you know, that uh that he's been typecast into this, you know, like many actors before him. Right. So typecast into a, a role, you There's know? there's an old uh SNL sketch with William Shatner. And this is like 80s SNL, maybe like late 70s. But it's William Shatner showing up at a Star Trek convention uh-huh. and all the fans out there. And we're talking like Kevin Nealand and um, I don't know who else was it? Kevin. Uh, 
Kevin Kevin Nealon, uh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman's right, like so it's the 90s. host. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> Is it nineties? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that makes you feel old or young. Uh, it makes it should make you feel uh, inaccurate. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, but they're all asking him questions. They're all asking like really detailed questions uh. about like in this episode, uh, what was the power level of blah 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 or whatever, and. William Shatner's just like, it's a TV show. Get over it. Move on with your lives and stuff. And to me, I feel like that that sketch is is the inspiration for this whole series a little bit. You, you, uh, you talk about the that, that sketch, which I do remember. Um, it reminds me of Galaxy Quest, right? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Uh, um, that whole movie with, with Tim Allen... Um, and Sigourney Weaver, like that, that's all about that, that kind of like, you know, t- the initial parts, like, Oh God, like we did this show. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm trying to move on. Especially yeah. the guy who plays the doctor, uh, Alan, his name starts is, his name is Alan. <laughs> I want to say Turing, but uh, that's, that's going to bother me. But you know, that whole, that whole thing, like we're like, yeah, I'm tight. You, you, you do one small project that is really successful. And then you're just kind of known for that within that community. Cause there's a fan base that attaches to it and really loves it. Um, and I think that's true for a lot of sci-fi and a lot of, you know, I mean, Battlestar Galactica, like people were crazy about, <laughs> um, Edward, Edward James almost yeah. at, at the Hawaii or Honolulu <laughs> comic convention. Um, there are, there are a couple firefly actors there. Uh, Sean Bean and, uh, who else was there? The other dude, uh, um, I, I don't, I don't we're, know. We're, we're, we're listing some obscure names here now. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Uh, so, Alan Rickman. There we go. Alan Rickman. I okay. knew it was an Alan That's name. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we but, can move. We can move on. But. So, here, here's the thing. So, Con Man, the way that they're rolling it out, it's only on Vimeo. I think you have to pay like fifteen dollars to rent the series for three months. So even even once all the episodes are out and you throw your money down, like I can only watch it for until December or something, Yeah, which is fine. It's not something I really think I'm going to go back and rewatch a lot in my life, but yeah. Uh, and they, and they did something different. Uh, they, they do it differently from like Netflix where, whereas Netflix, there's like, here's all the episodes consume yeah. as fast as you want. Yeah. Uh, this one is, there's still a timetable. Yeah. So the first four episodes are out on the initial release day. And then they're releasing them three at a time uh, for the next three weeks uh, until the full series is out. Uh, I don't know if you felt this way. I definitely did. The first four episodes that were released together feel to me like one episode. Like the the story across those four mini episodes yeah. really just feel like the gaps between commercial breaks. Like, <laughs> like that's... The, the it's a cohesive story when you put all four together. Like I wouldn't suggest watching one and two leaving and then coming back for the other, like plan on watching all four together because there's a bit of a story arc. They literally like bookend yeah. the, the first episode with the fourth episode, as far as how they open and close, like it starts the same way. They have the same running jokes throughout the all four. That's right. I, not being able to see the other episodes. I don't know if those running gags will continue through the other episodes or if that's really just, if that was written as one episode right? and then they cut it up for 
you know, digestibility. I, I, w- I would like to see that. Um, I would like to have had it just be the one episode, and I, I hope I hope that's actually how it how it sticks because some of those running jokes don't they don't they don't land, right? Yeah, I I'll, I will agree with that. Uh, and I that I think that was one of my my issues with it because I I love Alan Tudyk, um, not just for Firefly but just anything he does, um, and as the, I, as the pirate in Dodgeball, right? That's, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but. Uh, there, there's something that fell kind of flat uh, in the humor department, and you know, just um, uh, just interaction as his character. It just all seemed kind of kind of forced to me. And uh, you know, he, and he plays a character, and obviously, you know, he, he was backed by the fans of uh, by his fans. Uh, but he's he's a really angry guy about towards his fans, mm-hmm. and this yeah. the show is written by him. Yeah. So you know, obviously. When somebody writes a, a murder mystery, they didn't actually murder somebody, uh, but mostly, most of the <laughs> most, time, most mostly. But w- there's always a part of you that is inside your work, right? Sure, yeah. So no, I agree with you. So does that mean that there's 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 a there's a hidden resentment in in his writing, or maybe it falls flat because he doesn't have that actual. He doesn't really feel that way, and yeah. so it's so it it's forced com- a little bit. Yeah, so it doesn't like come off as as genuine. I would hope that's the case. Yeah, but it there are periods in in this first set of episodes where you're as as a sci fi fan, as a person that would go to conventions and thing, things like this, I would I would almost feel like is that insulting to me? Is that <laughs> like I don't. Which it's a lot of it's tongue in cheek and a lot of it's, you know, it's, it's marketed as a comedy. So you have to have, yeah you know, a little bit of, um, you know, contention there for sure to, to make the jokes happen, I guess. <laughs> uh, there, there were, there were moments, uh, throughout these, these episodes that gave me almost immediate flashbacks to the amazing Hawaii comic-con, uh, just some of the stars or, or celebrities that were there that just get flooded by people yeah people just obsessed over you know really niche things um bizarre vip after parties that uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i really didn't think about um until like that last comic-con and then i was like okay yeah this is this is like a thing that happens and and and, you know our vip party wasn't nearly as 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 hectic as that yeah (laughs) well he 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 got turned Turn, for, for that one turns so, up um but yeah i mean i'm gonna continue to watch the rest of them that's good because i already it. gave them my money <laughs> and there's no reason not to at this point uh but but would would you would you recommend this to people would you i mean so i have here's a i'm in a difficult difficult position because for me i don't think i i don't think i it it works for me, mm-hmm. right? But uh, just scrolling through like the comments on that Vimeo page, and people are like, "I was laughing for the entire time." I'm like, "Good, that's good." Yeah, I I wasn't. <laughs> um, so I I think that uh, you know, especially for people who like they they love the cons, um, they love Alan Tudyk and, and Firefly, and and like people making fun of themselves. Um, you know, I I th- I would recommend it for them. Um, I, I th- personally, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I think it has potential to get better. Uh, I, I remember seeing in one of the trailers that I think there's some, uh, 
in a in a upcoming episode some sort of spoiler or like miscommunication where it's believed that they're going to make a spectrum movie. Yeah. Right. And so Alan Tudyk's character, even though there isn't a spectrum movie that's going to be coming out, he kind of like goes with it and is like, yeah, yeah, there's maybe something happening there. And then, and then the rest of the series or season four episodes, whatever it is kind of plays out that like back and forth of the, the actors that were in spectrum kind of, trying to make that happen even though there's no like production backing for actually making it and there's there's potential there for some funny situations uh i'm hopeful that it will get better as it goes on but yeah if you're if you're definitely into cons if you liked firefly at all then you there's a good chance you might like some of this so yeah Uh, another note i would say um i think they're i think he's like kind of going like a geek route with um like what ricky ricky gervais did with extras um or uh um the guy who played joey tribbiani oh uh uh matt matthew not matt not, perry. not matt perry the other guy yeah the other dude joey oh man God. sorry i'm usually good with names mark steve mark ruffalo <laughs> <laughs> anyway so like so he plays um he plays his he plays himself on the HBO show, right? But like he's he's a huge jerk, right? And so yeah. like you know they're they're uh, Alan on con men. They're trying to go like that that route. I feel oh like and, that, and and that, also that hyper reality in the same thing. way they're bringing a ton of cameo appearances and guest stars. Sean Astin, uh, Will Wheaton, uh, Nathan Villian. Yeah, um, he what's her name from? Uh, the guild and oh yeah felicia day yeah so she's she's sort of his volunteer assistant in this first episode uh there's a cat that there's there's the i think you might have been we're just about to touch on this but the casper van diem oh so uh so casper van diem uh from starship troopers uh rico oh he's (laughs) so uh Alan Tudyk, they're at a, a bar at the airport, and him and Sean Astin are, are, are drinking. And Casper Van Diem is is the bartender, right? And so then they uh, they go to this this VIP party a little bit later, and Casper <laughs> Van Diem is it's the, the bartender. The dark bartender, and he, he even he even like points it out. He's like, "You look a lot like the bartender from the airport." <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, what I was gonna say is the running gag with uh, Felicia Day's character always showing up in the same outfit yeah. as Alan Tudyk. Like at first it's like, okay, that's plausible. And then there's points where stuff happens and you're just like, there's absolutely no way, but it's just kind of this like little, like fun little running thing. And I was like, all right, that I'll give you props on that. One. Yeah. There, there are definitely a few moments where I burst out laughing about certain <laughs> things that happen in the show. So, um, I would, I would say if you're into this type of material and you got 15 bucks to spare, I would say, check it out. Um, if you have no idea what firefly is or, you know, <laughs> or, or or any of the names that we we rattled <laughs> off or tried attempted to rattle off here, that you maybe skip it. Yeah, maybe maybe skip it. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Th- so that is Con Man. Moving on. It is October. It it is. Uh. Geek Aid is doing their thirty one days of Halloween. If you haven't been over to the site every day, we will be not us specifically, but someone from Geek Aid will have either. A uh, written post, uh, video, all yeah. all kinds of different media out there. But every day there will be a new uh, 
topic about something Halloween related. So whether yeah. that's scary movie, TV show, video game, something. Some the, the guys from Ring the Bell are doing uh, like kind of Halloween themed wrestling characters. Yeah. So it's all. It's all so under- Bob Carroll would will, will yeah. appreciate that. Hashtag one. Bob Carroll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should make that a hashtag. Hashtag Bob Carroll. Uh, but yeah, so go check that out. Uh, for us here, I think right, I think Bob would start hashtagging himself and everything. Just like <laughs> I think he would. He used to. He, so like whenever you do the hashtag, it's like shows the number of like how many people have used that hashtag. Total Bob Carroll tangent, but <laughs> he was in a like local commercial for the NBA team. Yeah. That, uh, the Thunder. Thunder. And he had one line in it. It was like a bunch of fan faces that's just saying like motivational things. I think and I and that. his line was work hard, keep fighting. <laughs> and he like would like hashtag that in like stuff. And like that's I still send him work hard, keep fighting text like <laughs> to this day. Um, but anyway. All right. Anyways. Thanks thanks for listening, Bob. Hopefully thanks, Bob. hopefully you download this in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll we'll look for the one Facebook comment from you. Yeah. And nobody else. Uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you're our resident horror movie expert on it, apathetic enthusiasm. Yeah, sure. I, I would say that that if we had a resident horror movie expert, it would be you. Be- between the two of us, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I thought it would be a good idea for you to maybe uh, give us some recommends, some recommendations of some some movies that we shouldn't miss in this here Halloween season. That we sh- that we that we shouldn't miss. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get. I'm not going to get in any way obscure with this, you know. I'm just going to go stick with the the movies that I like to watch during the Halloween season. All right, let's let's. Is that okay with you, Travis? I I'm excited. Let's see if I've seen any of these movies. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to start with uh, I'm going to start with Dawn of the Dead, and I'm not going to and. But, no, I'm just <laughs> Uh, this is kind of a weird one because I refer to both of the Dawn of the Deads, the remake and the original, the George Romero film. Um, so this is a twofer? This it's is a two-for-one on your it, first It really movie? is a two-for-one uh, because Dawn of the Dead, the remake by Zack Snyder, um, who, you know, um, uh, and, and uh, James Gunn, who directed um, Guardians of the Galaxy, hmm. um, they did the remake of Dawn of the Dead uh 2004 and it's such it, it's one of the best remakes of all time in my opinion uh, uh Invasion of the Body Snatchers with uh Donald Sutherland is probably the close <laughs> uh close one oh and the thing the thing is obviously also a remake well, we're not gonna get into that um <laughs> but Dawn of the Dead it's it's great uh and it's one of the few times where I'm like you know what running zombies are I actually liked it um let's see Hold on, I want to unpack that for a second. Okay, so you have a thing against running zombies? I, I do in general. I do generally, yeah. Okay, is <laughs> so so like growling, stumbling zombies were good. If like World War Z, you're like out. Uh, World World War Z. Uh, World War Z bugs me for a completely different <laughs> reason than the running zombies. Uh, if you ever read the book by Max Brooks. Uh, which is great. You should read it, Travis. I okay. have it. You should read it. All right. It, it's I'll great. borrow some other form of media from you this week. It is. It is by far one of the more original and excellent ways to tell a zombie story. Uh, because in World War Z, the the book, like the zombie apocalypse happened. We actually all lived through it. We're all okay. But what the 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 um, 
the protagonist of the story is doing is he's going back and he's talking to all these different people from different countries um, and and just getting like the, getting their perspective an oral history right. of, okay. of the yeah. zombie apocalypse and so it's like oh that's refreshing like we actually did win but there's still all this horror stuff to it yeah um, and what World War Z the movie did was not do any of that and, and just sent Brad Pitt into all of those situations <laughs> yeah okay uh, so that's why I'm not a fan of it and but, they have running zombies and they have running zombies and get out of here whatever okay um, sorry to completely derail you the, the the slow shambling zombie the appeal of that to me originally was the you know it represents the the never ending forest right um, and I know I, I complain about the Walking Dead now where they're like okay there's so many zombies I get it um, they they did something wrong with it and I'll have to elaborate uh, really s- s- lock myself in a room and think about it for a long time <laughs> you go think about what you said <laughs> um, all right so so uh, Dawn of the Dead. Um, I, I mentioned the I mentioned the thing. Uh, if you guys want, go watch a Thing from Another Planet. It's it's not as good as the Thing by John Carpenter, uh, nineteen eighty one or nineteen eighty two. I'll believe you. Um, it's great, great movie. Uh, it's based off a story originally. Um, I think uh, who who goes there, uh, and basically it's like it's a guessing game of of there's a alien that gets into you, mimics you, um, and then nobody knows who's an alien and who's not. Um, and it's it's really good. It's really, um, like, atmospheric. These guys are up in Antarctica. They're all they're isolated. They're alone. All they have is each other, and nobody knows who's who. Uh, so, Ooh. great, great movie. Great, 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 great movie. Um, how about this? How about this? Well... We'll stick. We'll stick with uh, maybe this is your era. This okay. is your era of movie, and you probably haven't seen it still. Sure, uh, probably not. Uh, Final Destination. Have you? Seen I it? saw the original Final Destination with, with Devin Sawa. Oh yeah, and oh. Allie Larder. Allie. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know Allie Larder. She was in Heroes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we fi- know. I think we've established at this point how great I am with names for anybody. <laughs> uh, Final Destination. Sean Connery. He's an actor. Yes. Right? Yeah. He is. Okay. Uh, that's my that's my next pick, which is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> uh, Dude, throw the list out. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Final Destination, man. Like, the, as as a teenager, I went to the theater to watch it, and it's so cool to see like all these. Um, I, I forget what the the term is for like when there's like a really complicated mechanism for yeah yeah uh, getting from point A to point B. Um, and that's and that's how each of the deaths were in in Final Destination. Like, you wanted. <laughs> You wanted to see like how does this water dripping uh, go into him slipping, and then oh now he slips, and then this this wire that we didn't pay attention to before is now uh, now caught on it. Ah, it's, ah. Uh, it's so it's so complicated. <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, I'm a fan of the Final Destination. Yeah, I think I probably saw a couple like because they have umpteen. Uh, sequels to that movie now i think <laughs> i think i probably saw the first couple and like after the second one i was like all right now they're just now they're just forcing that element of the of the movie so yeah I, i'm good i get it i good <laughs> job guys you 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 continue on and i'll be over here watching something else yeah they they were establishing like a kind of a lore to the the films mm-hmm. um and then uh i read uh and like kind of an ama before amas were a thing with the producer um, you're, yeah. a, you're a hipster AMA reader. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and he was saying that uh, they 
the test audiences they didn't care about the lore they were just caring about like the, the death and stuff yeah, like that yeah. so by like the third one there's like they dropped all the lore aspect of it and like whatever let's just kill kids let's just kill people in and that's cr- crazy new ways and to me that's when the the quality of the movies also yeah dipped because then there was no point in in having sequels exactly other than the kill all right let me just do you let me just just do one more what we're okay so this is this is the the, the top three then yeah, yeah right, we'll these just, are the, these are your three movies you gotta watch. <laughs> I mean, technically, I did the thing. The final say yeah, we, we, we're dead, all over the place. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, you know, let me do let me do two real quick. Okay. Uh, one on Halloween. Usually, I watch as many Nightmare on Elm Streets as I can. Okay. Like actually on Halloween. Uh yeah 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 okay. like as kids are coming up to the door, uh, Freddy is stabbing and, somebody and, and you're, you're you're throwing candy at and stealing their soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, welcome to prime time. <laughs> and then, uh, so my new Halloween favorite is trick or treat. And I want to be writing about this a little bit later in the month. Uh, but, uh, trick or treat is, uh, just, it was released back in like 2009, uh, by Michael Daughtry, Daughtry, Daugherty. Um, and, uh, it's like in a kind of an anthology movie where there's like a bunch of different stories tied together. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's just so great. It's Halloween themed. I watch it every Halloween now. All um, right. And uh, I think that's... What about the movie Halloween? <laughs> you would call me out on that. I would. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Halloween. Okay. Well, I appreciate what it did for the genre. All right. Uh, for, for slashers and, and, and John Carpenter, obviously. I'm I'm not opposed to his work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the Mouth of Madness and uh, Prince of Darkness, these are all John Carpenter movies. <laughs> um, but uh, as as far as it having an effect on me, like Friday the Thirteenth, I was exposed to Friday the Thirteenth well before I wow. was, it, experienced Halloween. So you know, even though Halloween was a precursor to Friday the Thirteenth, Friday the Thirteenth is what I remember. Right. Okay. So yeah. so I have a special place in my heart for that. I watched I watched Halloween for the first time in a high school films class, <laughs> and like it was the it, the the teacher would like pause it and be like, "All right, check out the way that this is framed, and check out this, these shots and all this stuff." And so, I the first time I watched Halloween, it was definitely more of from a uh, like as a student perspective, like studying the yeah. film instead of like watching it as a horror film. Yeah. So I don't know if that impacted how I appreciate it or not. I'm sure it does, but. Because yeah. I wasn't just curled up on a couch with popcorn, and, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, uh, when you're in films classes, a lot of times, you know, you have to watch, when you're studying a film, you have to watch it multiple times, right? You have to watch it, like, first just just to watch it. Experience it. And then... And, and then, then analyze it. Again, to analyze right. it, yeah. Uh, all right, so, so lay it on me. What's, what's, what's this last film? All right, this... <laughs> uh, so... This last film, I'm going to say, I mean, it was going to be, it was Trick or Treat, but now you're giving me room for another film. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say Scream. This is a movie I know for a fact you've seen. Oh, yeah. I've seen several of them. Uh, Uh, And and what's so great about Scream is, you know, the the late, great Wes Craven, um, he wanted to get like a meta aspect into the film. Like, you know, let's, let's make a commentary on the slasher films as we're making a slasher film. Um and, you know, it, what other movie can you find Drew Barrymore getting killed within the first five minutes? <laughs> Spoilers, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Scream Scream is a classic. 
again, another movie that they made a ton of sequels to. Um, but I mean, how can you not? A lot of a lot of horror movies. It just it makes sense. You fi- you find something that works. You just kind of keep passion yeah. them out. Uh, Scream is available on Netflix, I believe. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, and what better time <laughs> what? than now to to do a a horror film as a Netflix rewatch? Yeah. So so next week we will do a a full teardown, <laughs> a, a full Netflix. Netflix, Net, Netflix, Netflix of seagulls, <laughs> Netflix, <laughs> uh, Netflix rewatch, uh, review and and discussion about Scream, the original, the original. Uh, so if you guys want to uh, either be part of that conversation or just uh, get refreshed on what on what we're gonna be talking about next week, head out to your Netflix machine, fire up Scream, add it to your list, queue it up, out whatever the kids are doing, <laughs> Netflix and chill. Don't Netflix and chill. Don't Netflix and chill. Just Netflix. I don't. I, I just heard that the other day, and I don't know what it is. What is Netflix and chill? So okay, the the, the best explanation <laughs> for me. Let me let me let me culture you up here a little. All bit. right. Uh, remember, like, back in the day when after a date, when someone would be like, "Do you want to come up for coffee?" And that was like code for sex. Oh, okay. So now it's like, hey, uh, you just want to come? You know, just watch Netflix and chill. <laughs> <laughs> a bone <laughs> is the bone part in there no it's, it's just impl- netflix it's a- just netflix and chill okay but so be warned kids don't if don't someone chill. invites you to netflix and chill <laughs> if a if a guy safe. if a guy drives up to you and he's like hey i know my van looks a little dirty i've got an ipad in the back do you want a netflix, netflix and chill? And chill. <laughs> like don't don't get it don't do it don't, don't get in um uh, yeah well, now for now my whole life is netflix and chill thanks but it's just literally like netflix <laughs> like episode and after episode of like revenge or whatever my yeah. wife is watching and no chilling no chill no chill <laughs> whatsoever uh all right guys that's our episode that is we, that we is, did it that got is another it. one uh if you want to get in touch with the show if you've watched the martian or con man or any of these horror movies and you want to let us know what you think about it Tons of ways you can do that. You can send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. Follow us over on Twitter at apathusiast. You, you've been you've been upgrading or you've been updating the Instagram. You've been you've been yeah yeah. yeah. You've just been playing Destiny all the time, getting <laughs> no. getting all them levels. Uh, no, I've, I've been getting all levels, but uh, I've been posting over on Instagram. You know, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Uh, I posted a picture yesterday of Archie versus Predator. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You <laughs> headed over to the uh, neighborhood comic shop and picked up some stuff. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So follow us on all that stuff, and and as always. Uh, Oh, oh. I guess it's time to it's time to quit. Hey, my 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 boys in boys the garage. Here. All right, guys. Until next week, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. See ya. See ya. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.